Hi. Hi. Oh my gosh, we're back. I know, and it's it's Sunday. We're recording this on a <laughs> Sunday, right? Sure, yeah. let's go with that. Well, well, if we pretend like we weren't on a day late, the people won't know. <laughs> I mean, you know what? It's better late than never, people. Absolutely. We should all be happy. I was coming, I apologize for the people out there. I was coming back from Big Bear. We were on a trip with a, a nice young 10-year-old who, you know, we love all people of all by, ages. By what you mean you. I was not I was not on a trip with a 10-year-old, unless you were, you're referring to me as being the 10-year-old. No, no, you're three times plus that age. <laughs> but yes, I was on a trip with a 10-year-old who was a fan of mine and Jackson's and who liked to wake us up around 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And so when Matt Steele was home, we talked for a bit. It became 11 p.m. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? Go to bed. <laughs> you know what we're not going to do tonight? The, the podcast. podcast. It the, just what are we going to do tonight yes. on Monday? The, the podcast. podcast. It's happening. Yeah, we can't go a whole week without the podcast. No. no that's we're, like, it's like a day without sunshine. We're back just like Lord. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> we'll talk about that too. <laughs> we're back a, a little, uh, a little, yeah. So <laughs> let's get started. Let's get started. I got a question. Can you keep a secret? You're who I've been dreaming about a night, the one that I'm meeting. Can you keep a secret? Imagining your body close to mine, it's what mine's pretend. Everybody, welcome back to the Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. And it's Matt Palmer. And it's been another week plus a day. Yes, and we're back with a brand new episode just for you. Just for you guys. And we, guys, I have put off listening <laughs> to the new Lord song for the whole weekend. Yeah. Plus, because yeah. it came out like on Thursday. Right. But Matt Palmer and Jackson left for Big Bear on Thursday. Right. And so I was like, are we going to do a Two Gay Mats reaction right. to it? Like maybe we should like hold off and everything. Yeah. And then... When it came out, no one was really talking about it. So I was like, okay, we're not going to do a Tuga Matt's reaction to it. Right. But then at this point, I was so scared to listen to right. it because no one was talking about it. So I'm like, oh no, is it bad? And we had heard from a friend that it wasn't great, but this friend didn't like melodrama. So it's like, yeah. truly shut up. We cannot <laughs> trust her. Can't trust her. Yeah. And, but then we did listen to it. And watched the video. I actually haven't watched the video. I've only watched- Oh, you haven't watched I, the video? No, someone made a version of the video where it's like a Cialis commercial and there's like a voiceover and I watched that. Oh my. God. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Yeah. Just all that was ringing through my head was she thinks you love the beach. You're such a damn liar. Exactly. The whole time. And I was just like, wait, so does Lord actually like the beach? I don't know. Because to me, I always just thought Lord didn't like the beach along with this boy who was a damn liar. Right. But no, Lord loves the beach. And as a redhead, I hate the beach. <laughs> so that whole video, I was just like, no. I wonder. I wonder, should she be in the category of artists? And we'll wait for the album, of course. But, you know, there's some artists where you're like, oh, gosh, when they're happy, they're like Mary J. Blige or Adele. (laughs) Where, like, when they're happy, their music's, like, fine. But when they're sad, it's brilliant. Mm. Is that Lord? I don't know. Is is this going to be a happy album? (laughs) I, I... she it's is not. she is so happy skipping yes. around the beach and that's lovely if Lord is ha- like we want great we things we want happiness for, for everyone on their own time and their own dollar <laughs> <laughs> but when it's time to make our music I mean and again I get it she doesn't want to do the same thing she doesn't want to like venture into the same area she's done before but like this kind of like 90s Lisa Loeb B-side shit is weird. I wasn't foreseeing this. Here's the thing. I can do a happy Lord. I can absolutely do a happy Lord. Yes. If the songs were really great. Yes. 
And solar power is you know, it's, it's it, it's got a nice little guitar. In yes, the it is breezy, breezy and light and um, cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, I don't know if I'm gonna have Happy Lord, I yeah. want like bam, like we're having fun and it's yes. like crazy and weird, but it's, it's happy. Like, but the melodies are rocking. Uh, right. It just is a little. It's too bre- it's too breezy. It's too light. I don't want breezy and light from Lord. I, she's an intense, big-eyed alien <laughs> who's like emotions are coming out of her pores. It's not just like we're dancing in bikinis on the beach just because it's a sweet, nice day and the sun's out. Like sure. I, that has nothing to do with Lord to me. It was a little uh, it was a little uh, hair slash Godspell, but mm. uh, without the great melodies of hair or Godspell. <laughs> I, everyone who's listening to this podcast the first time is like, man, they're fucking bitches. We're really not. We're not. We love and, you, Lord. And we, I'm, telling, I'm telling you, melodrama, one of the best albums ever. 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 And we yeah. were just talking about last week before it was even announced that the song was coming out, how much we love melodrama. We're going to review it on our spinoff podcast podcast the listening party but then the song came out and it was like uh, oh, oh. I, hey i'm interested to hear what the rest of the album is gonna sound when like she's like my boy's on the beach and he's taking pictures i'm like what are we talking i know she's so about? happy about this boy who is this boy i don't know he better break our fucking heart <laughs> and soon <laughs> oh but otherwise yes. matt steel yes how was your week happy almost birthday oh thank you yes, yes. my birthday is saturday the, yes. the 19th yes. darling um so i have no plans for that well yes. I, I have so many plans but no plans set in stone okay because okay this week has been crazy yes first of all saw in the heights thursday yes. on imax we'll talk about it later in the well, podcast yes. um but the rest of the week was Absolutely crazy because yeah. um, I booked three things this week. What? <laughs> you, you sound shocked. As oh, if, I'm sorry, as if, Matt uh, Steele. How, uh, how, how <laughs> you booking things? Huh? Uh, of course you did. You book every audition uh, you do. Of course, of course. Yes. What can you tell us? What the things are? Um, well, one of the things is like a small, very, 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 very independent thing. Which yeah, is yeah. Like, oh yeah, one day. Love that. The other thing is a. Um, a pilot presentation that a guy I know, a friend of mine, is uh, doing, uh-huh. um, and it's basically like a uh, what I did for Devo, sort of like a proof of concept yeah, yeah. thing, um, but like very, very high budget. Like Amazing, with, like great people involved. And so I'm filming that for the next. Is it like, that guy who was on the Devo's um, call with us? Is it that guy's script who you thought was really good? Or not no, Devo's, no, no, the call. no, okay, yeah, okay. no. Oh, okay. it's, it's it's a different friend. Different friend um, okay. And so I'm doing that for like the next four days, oh, shit. maybe five, which spills into my birthday. Oh, but like we're not sure yet. Okay. Um, but I also booked something else that's really big. Is it the thing you auditioned for? No. Oh, I was going to no, say. No, no. Because that would be. Oh, no, And no, no, you no, also no, no. are double the age. <laughs> yes, no, 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 no. The thing that was uh, the audition for the 17 year old, I, I I, just haven't heard back okay, from Okay, of them. course. Uh, yes, of course. I'm still waiting for that call. Yes. Um, but no, it's another thing. It's not like a series reg or anything. Right, like but super, it's, Like, I'm not going to be famous off of this, but it's, let's just say it's something that. People are going to watch. Um, um, it, is it out yet, or is it coming? No, out? No, it's coming out. Uh, it's like in the process of filming now. And, but people are already know about it. Yes, and it's it's a scene. Okay, and I but I have like a couple lines. That's like, amazing. I have a number of lines, but it's it's a it's going to be a cool thing, and I hope I don't get cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bitch. Yes. Is it? Oh, fuck! 
I wish we were on a commercial so I could ask you what it really was. I know. Sorry, you're gonna have to wait. TikTok. Oh um, yeah. So, so congratulations. I, thank you very much. That's so, so exciting. So the window for filming that is like the 18th to the 28th. So oh. I, I'm just hoping that like none of these conflict with each other. Are so you, I'm really you know if you're gonna be that. in a scene with someone really cool? I don't know who is cast in this other oh, part. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a scene with someone who is I think relatively important maybe okay. to the to the plot but I, I'm not sure okay I don't know so okay. let's just say uh the, the people uh people might see me on, oh TV my on god. maybe the same network I was just on a couple <gasps> or Ooh. last month oh god what's coming out on Netflix <laughs> I gotta get my things in a row I gotta understand I don't know I so don't know. uh we're gonna have to find out yes. but uh yeah so it's Congrats. gonna Thank you very much. So I mean, I would still time. like to celebrate your birthday, but yes. <laughs> the thing is, like, also, my friend Megan just bought a house in Pasadena, mm. and she's having a housewarming party on my birthday, the nineteenth. Oh. So I was going to stop by that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then I was thinking like, oh, maybe I'll, then I'll come back here, have like a couple people over, we'll watch a movie yeah. and get pizza, which is I, what I like to do on my birthday. Of course. Um, but then my good friend from home, like one of my best, best friends from home, mm. Carolyn, is uh, going to be in town for the next three weeks. Okay. And I'm like, oh, well, if you're here for my birthday, yeah. like, well, I'll do something on my birthday and everything. But also I might be filming on my birthday. I, so I don't know what I'm doing on my birthday. Oh my God. We'll fill everyone in at the next podcast. All right, great. I'm excited to see how it goes. And I mean, I'd like to know because you know I have a social calendar. Of course, yes. My my dates get booked up pretty easily. Well, you're going to have to drop everything once I make a decision. Oh. Actually, it's fine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I'll see you at some point that weekend. We'll figure it out. Yeah. What did you do this weekend? Tell us about your Big Bear adventure. This weekend, Jackson's friends um, had a house in Big Bear. It was a very big house with lots of games, big game room, big theater room in the basement in which I watched in the Heights. Mm -hmm. So it was like a whole full screen projector moment and like that was great. It was a very fun trip but again it just was, I you know, don't usually have children on my vacation. So it just was a new experience for me. Uh, All the children were, you know, nice and well behaved but again, just the the idea of being a parent, like in theory, seems really hard. But then when you watch people do it, it's like, oh my god! <laughs> and you, you also think, you also think, like I'm not old enough for this, right? Like I, I need another like 10, 12 years I know. to like, really like develop my maturity skills, right? Because you know the gays are a little behind. I mean, in terms of that. but I, I, all my straight friends, they've all got their kids, and I they're know, they're they're doing it. And they're I'm just really like, doing it. I not know. ready for that. We're, I'm just having fun. The most stressful thing I've done today is listen to that Lord song. <laughs> They, they just you. I just you, I see the parents going to bed when the kids are going to bed and waking up when the kids are waking up and like having to be around them all the time. And it's like you can't just like put them in a corner. <laughs> but I guess not. I guess that's what being a parent is. So oh. it just was a different type of holiday and vacation for me. I always think the thing I have to wrap my head around is just like I will have to get used to not being able to check my phone whenever I want. I know. Like because I like, will just have, have to your be like, eyes no. on your child. My eyes on this human being right, that who might like kill itself. itself. Yeah. 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 It's tough. Yeah. So, but other than I mean not other than that, it was a fun weekend. We did a lot of outdoorsy things. I kayaked, we hiked, we did, you know. So masked. I was oh very God. masked all weekend. Um and but I'm, you know, I'm back now in LA ready to never move again. <laughs> Just lie <laughs> around and um I'm thrilled about that. So Yeah, in your bed with like your little uh, tray, your oh. breakfast God, my bed is amazing. Your bed and breakfast. You know, I love that. You know, I love, I want my home to feel like I'm in a hotel. I want to be luxuriating at every moment of the day, you know? And I feel like people don't do that enough. People don't like think that they're worth it. But you know what, bitch? 
I'm worth it. You are worth you it. You know? Yeah. I just put out an album. It's not hard. It's not a lot of people can't do that. It's not easy to do. So <laughs> I should be allowed to luxuriate. Um, so let's jump into the news for idiots, shall we? Yes. I mean, I don't know how much we want to talk about in the heights now because I assume it's gonna come up later for you. It's gonna come up later. Okay, well we, we can just say it didn't do great at the box office. It didn't do like horribly. It didn't do horribly, but it didn't like, do as well as expected. Yes, at the box it office. was a bit of a disappointment. A mm-hmm. quiet place to beat it in the box office, even though it has been out for a week or so. Um, but you know, it also was premiering on Disney Plus at the same time as it was premiering in theaters. I mean, uh, uh, HBO Max. HBO Max. Yes, yes, whichever one it was. Um, and there's also been like some backlash lately about um, the casting of it and the fact that there were only light-skinned Latino people in the all the lead roles. And then mm-hmm. John M. Chu was being interviewed about it and like said something kind of odd, like being like, well, did you see the big dance scenes? There were black people in those. And like <laughs> that didn't seem great. And then Manuel Miranda put out like an apology about that. And like mm-hmm. everyone's, you know, always improving and developing. And, you know, I thought that was a, a fine apology and um I mean not to rain on anyone's parade but I and I hate to be that guy I thought it was okay like the movie the movie mm-hmm. I really was moved by Abuela she to me was like everything and I mean, like we'll talk about I mean we'll it. talk about <laughs> it but like she was unbelievable her performance but the only thing that initially when she started singing I was like this bitch is not that old her voice sounds great oh no she's she's young she's yeah. young and you could hear it in her voice but like her well whole, actually she's I think she's in her early 60s now good for I her. think she was in her early 50s when the show was on Broadway mm, well good for mm. her for keeping that voice together because it oh, sounds yes. pristine oh yes we will talk about beautiful her. a beautiful performance I I also love a lot of the scenes with her, especially her last scene. I just amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. But I think on the whole, I was not. I don't know. I feel like I've never fully connected to the show. I've okay. listened to the cast recording a couple of times and like liked it. But I didn't. It wasn't a Hamilton moment for me. And then I saw the movie and I liked it. And there were great pieces of cinematography and like mm. things that I really enjoyed about it. But like the show itself, I don't think it like. I don't know, something about it that doesn't fully resonate with me, and I don't know what that is. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. That's a fine thing to think. Yeah. I, I, was, I would say I, the movie moved me quite a bit. Yes. Um, I enjoyed myself a lot, and yes. I will talk about my favorite parts later. Of course. <laughs> okay. Well, and the Heights yeah. is out now. I mean, the whole like uh, box office thing is sort of like, well... Look at it this way. It's a movie that is not a franchise. Mm-hmm. It is a movie that is not a sequel. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not really like super surprised that its first week isn't like the biggest thing on like not mm. as big as A Quiet Place 2 or something right. that is Godzilla versus Kong or whatever right. the fuck. Because it's it's not a giant franchise, it's not a sequel and everything. I mean, I I do think there will be a boost in it, mm. like gradually with time. That's the same thing happened with The Greatest Showman. Mm. Like The Greatest Showman, un, I think it underperformed its first week, yeah. and then just word of mouth just made it really, really big. Which is strange on that one. I <laughs> I still have yet to see The Greatest Woo! Showman. It is bad. But, <laughs> it is not good. And that that is why I'm just like I don't need to see it. You're right. Um, but. But I, I think In the Heights is a movie that will get will have a lot of great word of mouth. Mm. Um, it's also considered like the first movie to come out this year that stands a good chance of getting nominated for Best Picture, yeah. like getting a lot of Oscar buzz and everything. So I think the word of mouth will definitely help this movie. I will say the the headlines in the press, though, are so 
annoying. It's like it's like they're so discouraging. Yeah, they're so like dramatically so like underperform. I feel like this will get people to not want to see it, even mm. though word of mouth is so good and yeah. it is doing so well critically. You know, so so I I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I wish it the best. Totally, I'm sure it will do very well internationally. Yeah. Um, musicals tend to do very well internationally. Okay. So, so yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to talk about it later in the podcast. I'm excited to hear what else you have to say about it. Um, did you see that Todrick Hall tweet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Todrick, I guess, was feeling upset about something or feeling like uh, people were talking badly about him because you know he famously doesn't pay the people he works with and like has similar looking bodies and all of his music videos things like that and he's decided to tweet something that just from the first two words you're like you just you could have deleted this. Well, he I still mean, hasn't deleted this tweet which I, I find I saw shocking. that yeah I mean it's the first two words are just the reason why the tweet Yo, is my God. the tweet like it's it's just like oh and also did some is there an impetus for this tweet I don't like, I think it's just tweet this I feel like it's just generally gay people and or gay black people don't like him and I feel like he sees this and I don't know that there was a specific moment I think he's putting out I think he put out new music recently or something and so maybe mm-hmm. this is promotion in, in his you know troll kind of way but it opens with of course slavery worked <laughs> they hoped we'd still be here today fighting and trying to take down our own we can prove them wrong uplift your own and it's like it's uh, just those first two words it's like y- you, you could have gone you could have tweeted something like this without those oh first my two God. words. Absolutely. And it would have been infinitely better. Right. It would have been not a complete colossal embarrassment. It's just like, well, well, what is wrong? I just, this person, well, I look, don't know. Todrick Hall knows how to get people sharing the stuff yeah. and he's, you know, he loves the clicks and the chatter about but him. Like, so. Do you want clicks from that? Like, is that worth it to you? I like, mean, just some people just want any, any sort, sort of, of attention. Click, like any sort of attention. And mm. And this to semi quote Todrick Hall, this tweet worked. I guess if, if he if he wanted this reaction, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, know. it's like you didn't have to start say those two words. You really you didn't. Really didn't. You really didn't. Just say give a nice platitude of just like let's all support each other right. and like call it a day. But he, yeah, it's not what he wants to do. So, in uh, happier news, David Archuleta came out as a part of the LGBTQIA plus community and talks about his struggle of acceptance. Yes. And we're happy for him. We love an asexual we- king. <laughs> I'm still not sure which letter corresponds with him. It seems like he was alluding to homosexuality at a moment. He was like, oh, in 2014, I came out as gay. And then eventually he realized he had feelings towards different genders. So he thought he might be bi. And then he said that he didn't have strong sex. It's a very long caption. We love all our captions, but it was long and continued in the comments. Uh, Then he said he, so he, he seems like he might be asexual, but any part of it, it seems like he's in some way not straight. Yes. And like that is what he's telling us here. We're proud of him. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, David. And I hope he has a song coming out. I hope so too. Like, he's gotten all that's the thing, is that he should take note from, you know, Tajrek. If you're gonna cause time. a stir, where's the EP? If he doesn't have a, a song, like do you have like a Matt Palmer song that didn't make the album? I know. Exactly. Like, I feel like you two could write a little song together. We would do something great together. He's got a great voice. He has a lovely you voice. You love working with a singer. I love a singer. You so, know, not everybody can sing. Not everybody <laughs> has those talents, but he certainly does. He certainly does. What season was he in that he got second He was place? Se- uh, season seven. He should have won. Uh, over David Cook. Well, yes. I mean, they're very different. They are. Like David Archuleta was, 
you know, it was like the voice, the voice David Cook was like, oh, and they've never had like a rocker win mm. before. So he was like the first rocker. Definitely not the last because it no. was just a rocker vibe all throughout the rest of American Idol. <laughs> oh, but um, that was the season that Mariah was on. What song did David Archuleta sing during Mariah Week? I, I think, think he sang When, when You, you believe. believe. That seems and right. And David Cook sang Always Be My Baby. I will give David Cook that. His Always Been a Baby is fucking excellent. Oh, excellent. Oh, yeah. And oh, Mariah was, so, that was Equals MC Squared era. She looked so good in those little... And she was so helpful to the contestants, like to the girl mm-hmm. who sang Vanishing. She was like, no, you got to go. <sighs> <laughs> Sometimes I just watch the YouTube compilation of Mariah on Idol that season when she just was a mentor. And I was like, God, I remember I she sang it. Vanishing and the judges were just like, you're not you're going to be in the bottom for this because it's not a super popular song. And people and even though you did a great job, like they're not going to recognize the song and right. people sadly vote for song recognizability. It's sort of like a like in the Heights. It's just like if people don't recognize the title yeah. or see Godzilla in the title, like it's going to you're going to have a harder time getting people totally. to see it totally. and everything. So which is annoying and obnoxious. But, you know, we still believe we still believe in vanishing. We still believe uh, in the heights. I mean, Van- I wonder if did that girl go home that week? I hope not. She did a good job. No, with she came in third. Oh, good. I, remember, I totally forget her name. Mm. So, it started with an S. OK, well, look so, it up. Seratia. Seratia. OK, I believe Something that. like that. Um, oh gosh, I did this yesterday, but I've completely forgotten it. You told me, <laughs> you told me that we needed to watch the Tick Tick Boom trailer because Brian requested that we do. Yes, and, and also you should because it's, uh, it, this is the year of the movie musical. Yes. And like 12,000 movie musicals are coming out this year. It's and we Andrew, will be talking about all of them. Andrew Garfield as Jonathan Larson, adaption of the autobiography. Uh, biographical musical from uh, Jonathan Larson who revolutionized musical theater as the creator of Rent um, and it shows them waiting tables I remember like what mm-hmm. is this show about like uh, Saisha Saisha oh yes I did love her yes um, I don't, didn't have any strong I mean the only thought I had is like does he have to say Bohemia in every single thing he makes like I mean may he rest I'm sorry <laughs> well, to like judges work after the fact but like yes yes Bohemia well, okay but he wrote that song before he wrote Rent so clearly he had a, a fascination with the sort of early late 80s early 90s uh, Bohemian lifestyle in New York City yeah. like struggling and everything Wrote he wrote a tiny tiny one man show called Tick Tick Boom uh, I think it went was off Broadway in 1991 or like okay. off 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 Broadway in 1991 with like these songs mm. and then he then I guess got inspired by his writing of that and then created Rent uh. Uh, which became and he famously um passed away like suddenly uh, the day that it was supposed to uh, either start previews or open off Broadway Rent was yeah oh shit um and so uh so so that happened in 1996, and then uh, in 2001, they took his one-man show and uh, made it into a three-person show, mm. uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, and starring Raul Esparza. That was Raul Esparza's big thing. Um, and so then Lin-Manuel Miranda, I think, was in the Off-Broadway revival in 2014. Oh, interesting. And so now Lin-Manuel Miranda is directing, directing has directed Garfield. this movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm very excited for it. I'm very excited for a small, intimate movie musical mm. premiering on a major platform. And, you know, I like a lot of them, like so much of the music in Tick, Tick, Boom. There's a really wonderful song called Why, which is just like, oh, it's so wonderful. Oh, wow. Um, but, uh yeah, it's it's a great song like about spending your whole day just like singing show tunes, and it's like this is oh. fucking great. Um, but yeah, I, I think the trailer looks really cool. Yeah. I'm excited for it. It's got my girl Vanessa. 
Vanessa so. Hudgens. Oh, I didn't even see her. You didn't? She's no, in the trailer. I did not see her. I was like, Vanessa who? Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> she's got my girl in it. Sneaker night. So I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never forget. I hope there is a, a sneaker height cameo. <laughs> I hope so too. Sort of how there was sort of uh, in, in the heights, there was the um, oh, You'll Be Back. I did like that. Uh, yeah. That was very cute. Um, so we got to put sneaker night in there. Lynn Manuel. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really excited to see it. Okay. I I enjoy I've never seen the show live, but yeah. but I enjoy the score a lot. So, Great. And I'm excited to see a show about someone who's just randomly passionate about musical theater. Hey, we love that. Yeah. We love that for them. Congrats to Andrew Garfield. He's in another and, movie, I feel like. I feel like that Andrew Garfield I've seen in several trailers now oh, recently. I can't think of anything. The other one is like he's a YouTuber or something and he's like trying to I don't even know. It's it's a, it's about influencers, and it like has some actual influencers in it, and it's like about like the vapidity of that. Huh. And he's gonna be in that, and I think he dyes his hair's blonde in it. But I feel like I'm just seeing Andrew Garfield around. Hot, yeah, I'm excited. And he's rumored to be in the new Spider Man. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and there's a new Spider Man. There should be one. Um, you know, another yeah, one that supposedly brings back a lot of the old Spider Man, like Tobey Maguire. Oh, I'm exhausted. I, I'm so exhausted. <laughs> go like go a, see in the Heights. <laughs> it's like a multiverse moment. Okay, okay. that's that's cute. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no tick tick boom. I feel like I'll be able to relate to because it's like the tick tick boom like symbolizes. It's about a guy who's mm. like really struggling as an artist, and mm. like the tick tick boom is like him hearing himself like essentially like failing in his art and just Ooh. waiting f- and just waiting for him to just give up <laughs> for himself oh, to just give up. I know. God, so. it's dark. I mean, there's light moments. Okay. <laughs> Don't forget why. Don't forget the song. Why? Oh, yes. Why? It's, why? It's a why? light moment. Um, in more sad musical news, Zoe's extraordinary playlist has been canceled after two seasons. That's sad. I know you and watch you watch that with Jackson. I do, and he doesn't love it, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> but the question I have is: yes. Is Bernadette Peters going to get nominated for a guest appearance Emmy award? Um, I don't think so. That's she, rude. I mean, she was on last season and she didn't. I assume so. Well, she but was, she's. I saw the scene she was in. She's really cute. Yeah, she was cute. Uh. I I just want there to be another vehicle for Alex Newell to sing his face off every single week. Like I, every vehicle that he is in from now on will I, be him singing. I his hope face so. Off. Like I don't need. I mean, I'm sure he's a great dramatic actor as well. But like, man, oh man. Well, you can be dramatic and sing your face off. I mean, I agree, but like, don't don't give me him on like a CSI. So I'm no. saying, oh my god, no. Unless it's he's like singing for a little bit on the CSI. I need that. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, so I'm sad. There's still a chance that another streamer will pick it up, but Peacock's not picking it up, and it's not coming back to NBC. And I feel like, you know, it's obviously not as sad as it was when Happy Endings was not picked up back in the day, but it's a similar thing where if it's like we're still shopping it around, I always just think, oh, no, it's never getting picked up again. Okay. Uh, cool. Um, Army Hammer has checked into a, a treat and into a treatment program, a rehabilitation. I saw this. for uh, Reportedly for uh, drug, alcohol, and sex issues, quote-unquote. Okay. Okay. I wish him the best. Totally. I hope he figures all that Do out. Do you believe there will be a comeback post rehab? Do you think he'll be in movies and Oh, stuff? I don't know. I do not I can't predict that. I'm gonna predict a yes. Okay. Just because he's white and male and hot. <laughs> like I just I mean, we'll see what happens, but we don't even talk about Robert Downey Jr. anymore. We don't talk about um who was the guy who had a sex tape, I think, with an underrate Rob Lowe. I think he was had a sex tape with an underage girl. Was she underage? I think she might have been. 
Oh, I didn't know that. I knew that there was a sex tape moment. Well, look it up. Maybe I'm, I don't mean to be misquoting, but it's just like these things with those type of men get forgotten conveniently. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Okay. Uh, Chris Harrison is permanently out of the Bachelor franchise. Okay. So we like that. We don't like that he's getting paid uh, $50 million to leave. Because um, cancel culture reminder is not real. This person is giving so much money to leave a show because he made racist comments. Like it's just craziness. And uh, he was on that show for 19 years. He's getting a little long in the tooth, anyways. I think it'll be fine. We're gonna need to find a new host. Um, I'm excited for Katie's Bachelorette season. She's very winning. She came on a first episode of her last season, The Bachelor, with a dildo. That was like her gimmick. And it's like, hey, Hot. she's very sex positive. She's also very against bullying. There was a lot of bullying that season, and Katie stood up against it. She's a queen. <laughs> she, and she's different from everyone else because she's against bullying. She is. <laughs> she has sex positive and against bullying. Team Katie. I think most people are against bullying. I don't know. Not the not on that season of the show because they were real coming in that one girl who came in late, and they're like, she's a sex worker. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, yes, uh, Chris Harrison is gone for good, and I think that's okay. And Colton made sure to. Be like, I want to shout out my good friend, Chris Harrison. It's like, shut up, Colton. Okay. Yeah, Col- Colton, now is not the time. I know. Keep it to yourself. I know, Colton. You, you, you're on thin ice, Colton. Honestly, <laughs> you've done enough. Haven't you done enough? Yeah. And you want people to watch your show, Colton. I mean, um, oh, yeah, that show. I keep forgetting that's happening. Oh, it's coming, girl. When is it coming? Do you have a date? I don't know. Even okay. my friend who works on it. Doesn't know. Doesn't know. Okay, well, man, there'll probably be a long editing process. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, and a follow up and then good apology news. Ellie Kemper has a very good apology about her KKK ball thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can go to her Instagram and talk about it. She basically is like, when I when this first came out, I wanted to scream from the rafters and be like, oh, this isn't what it looks like. But I can't be making excuses like I'm against white supremacy in all its forms. And I was uneducated when I was at that age. And that's unacceptable. Like being uneducated about that kind of thing is only something I could do because I was a white woman and I need to be better. And that's unacceptable. What I did was wrong. Being a part of that was wrong. I disavow white supremacy in every aspect that, uh, that it, you know, still exists today. And she, I don't know, she just kind of took responsibility, didn't try to apologize in a way of like, uh, you know, you just don't understand. I was young and I was, it was just like, no, 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 it was bullshit. And white supremacy is garbage. And well, I mean, she essentially, this is kind of what I suspected. It was just like, she was 19 and I'm sure she was like, oh, I want to be, I want to be an actress. So I'm going to enter beauty pageants. And she just entered this beauty pageant without knowing the history of the group that was um, putting it on and everything. So, so I mean, that's that's understandable. It's, especially because at this time she was nineteen. What, like, I don't know how old she is, but it's like what twenty years ago. Yeah, maybe right. But so it's it's like, but even still, it's like nineteen, not knowing what it is. These are all reasons that can come across as excuses. So it's good that that kind of point of view is not taken in her apology. Oh, like, oh yeah. Like she's she's not like, oh my God, like how dare you right. say this about me? She like she very much acknowledges like I should have done like research about this right. and everything. But exactly. I, I do understand like wh- where she is coming from, mm. like in this right. situation because any nineteen year old just be like, Oh, just sign me up for everything. Not you know? anymore, babe. <laughs> and also I feel like stuff like this, especially twenty years ago, like 
organizations like this were like a harder to research mm. the history behind like because there, there was less of that on the internet available at your fingertips sure yeah. I'm glad she apologized the way she did I'm glad she just said that you know I am not going to try to defend myself here and I apologize for the people I've disappointed and I promise that I moving forward I will listen and continue to educate myself and use my privilege in support of the better society that I think we're capable of becoming it just was like the exact kind of apology to put out. So I'm excited for her to move past this and for, um, you know, white supremacy to die a horrible death. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there any more news for idiots that we didn't discuss? I don't think so. Okay. I was afraid we weren't going to get to the Ellie Kemper oh, stuff because yeah. so, uh, because I was I was about to be like, oh, one more thing. We have to talk about Ellie Kemper. She's OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I was happy that okay. apology. And, you know, I don't love most apologies because most apologies are garbage that celebrities put out. But this one I was like, all right, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's take a quick break I'll, while I find out what scene Matt Steele is going to be in. And we'll be back with more <laughs> two gay mats. I just told Matt Palmer. And will you tell Matt Steele not to have sex with people for roles? <laughs> he didn't this time, but it's. I feel like it's still on the table in Listen, a way that I don't love. <laughs> we're joking around about it, and of course I wouldn't, but like, you know, the thought is always in the back of the mind. <laughs> you know, because cry. guess what else I'm hearing in the back of my mind as I get older? Tick, tick, oh boom. Oh my gosh. If you don't, are you going to cry when we watch Tick, Tick, Boom? Yes, okay. I absolutely will <laughs> okay. Just At least I can mentally prepare. I'm going to cry because like Lin-Manuel Miranda is just so passionate yeah. about like this show and like this guy who was just like so influential on mm. in musical theater but like his life was cut so short right and he was so passionate and everything so so it's gonna i think it's going to be an emotional movie especially because it's about you know a struggling artist mm, artists like the, the two of us but we're not struggling no darling come on we're not living in bohemia we're we living in west la yes <laughs> the two game that's empire yes. welcome and hey you said your room looks like a hotel room it does so Got to be doing something right. You're living the lavish life. There's, <laughs> there's no this is the life, bo 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 for you. Uh, no, bohemian, bohemia, bohemia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yes. So Matt Steele. Yes. Where are we in the podcast? We are okay. Well, well, we didn't get any emails this week. <laughs> All right. So, so, all right. So, we've answered all your questions. We've answered all the questions. No more questions out there. Yeah, I mean, we did get questions. We did sort of answer questions because people were like, were probably like, oh, are they going to react to Lord? Right. And y'all heard it. And and Brian was like, what are your thoughts on the Tick right. trailer? And hey, we let you know. So, we did. we'll count those as the questions it's for true. Email My Heart this week. Okay. But right now, yes. we are on yes. Giving Me Moments Darling. So, Matt Steele, mm-hmm. what has been giving you moments, darling? Well, guys, the last movie. I saw in a movie theater mm. was The Hunt in March of 2020. Oh my, you did see The I Hunt. I did see The Hunt, <laughs> starring my queen, Hilary Swank, two-time Academy Award winner. Let's not forget. I won't. <laughs> I love her, but it's been so long. Mm. So of course I was like, my first movie back is going to be this two and a half hour <laughs> musical extravaganza yeah. that is loud and dancey and it makes you laugh. It makes you cry. It makes you want to sing to the heavens and motherfucker, I'm going to see it in IMAX. Oh wow. That screen was so big <laughs> and I felt so small, oh, God. <laughs> which is exactly how I want to feel. When I'm seeing a movie, mm. especially when I'm seeing a movie musical yeah. in the Heights, I thought was great. All right. But oh. there is one moment I'm going to talk about okay. today. Okay. And that is what Matt Palmer has already discussed. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was great. <laughs> the number Paciencia y Fe. Unbelievable. Performed by Olga Meredith was so excellent. And I was not 
expecting that. Like, I've always liked the song in the show when I listened to the Cantrip right. recording. I was always like, oh, she's great. Everyone loves Abuela. Yeah. But the way it was done in this movie beautiful. was beautiful and so unexpected. It was so evocative. It was so laser focused mm. in what it was trying to convey. Yes. And it was so sharply and pristinely done. And you know, in a movie musical, I am all about, we got to have a plan. Where are we <laughs> editing and when? This was perfectly choreographed. I, I, I honestly think in my heart, it will go down as one of my favorite musical numbers in a movie musical. Wow. Like, I think this number is so excellent. I am praying she gets an Oscar nomination for supporting actress. I think she is so great. I just, if for those of you, I don't want to spoil it or anything, right. but she is essentially, you know, singing about her past yeah. um, when her mother came to America and the struggles her mother went through and that she eventually went through and everything, but it's done in such a way where she's traveling. All of it's told through a subway system yes. and she's traveling through different cars and through different subway tunnels and everything. And it's just magical. And I think this is John Shu. I know uh, directed music videos. And this mm. I think was just such a brilliant sort of crossover of like, this has the wow factor of a music video, but it still feels like it's in a movie musical because it's telling a story so well and mm. so clearly. This number, I, I was just so blown away wow. in that theater, oh, looking at that big screen <laughs> with my M eaten pretzel bite tray in front of me. <laughs> I, I just, I thought this number was so excellent. All right. And so I... All of my moments were had. I, hey, I agree. I told you that was my highlight. Yes. That was my highlight. Because objectively, objectively. Perfect. Like, why would you pick another song to that be That one favorite? shot when the people line up. Oh, my God. And the lights. I know. Fuck. I know. Yes. The, where there's the light and she grabs onto it. And mm, mm. I. <laughs> and there's a moment where she's like uh, singing about how she like feels welcomed and everything. Yeah. And people are welcoming her onto the subway. And then it just shifts so quickly. Mm. It's just. Uh, I, everyone, if you have not seen the movie yet, it is such, it's so worth your time yes. and money to go see it. Go see it. It's it's a great movie. Right. I, but this number in particular, Absolutely. I was just completely blown away. I thought all the performances in the movie were so great. Yeah. Um, I don't think people are talking enough about Vanessa, the girl who played Vanessa, mm. who I thought was unbelievable. I thought she was fantastic. Yeah. Um, so... I had a great time. Great. Especially with this number. I always, I mean, the only other thing that really popped out to me, and I feel like I need to stop being surprised by this, but like, man, Anthony Ramos is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I'm, every time I think it, I like forget. And then every time I see him, I'm like, wow, I'm like surprised. I don't oh, know yeah. why it's not sticking with me. Would smash. Absolutely. <laughs> so he's such a cutie. He's a very cute guy and yeah. very talented. Did a great job. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Taken much content this week. Um, there are a couple things I can shout out. Just you know, we again, we were I was around a lot of kids, so mm. we were, there's a show on Disney Plus that is a show I believe for tweens. It's entitled It's like Disney's Big Shot, not to be confused with um, the Big Shot with Bethany, which was Bethany's HBO Max show that mm. uh, has since been canceled because she is now no longer partnering with Mark Burnett because uh. she feels like she wants to be free, aka. 
the show did badly and they dropped her. Um, I remember your struggles with that show. That show had many struggles. But Big Shot is very cute. It's about a girls uh, basketball team and John Stamos is like the coach who was an NCAA coach but he got kicked out of the NCAA because he threw a chair or something and so now Mm -hmm. he's coaching these high school girls and he has this high school girl of his own and she's dealing with boys and you know it just is like a feel good it feels almost like um what was that christian show seventh heaven (laughs) (laughs) oh my god remember seventh heaven oh are you kidding? I love a d- seventh oh, heaven until, until Mary went crazy. And then I was like, okay, we're, I'm done. With <laughs> like after Mary's goodbye, that's when I was like, I'm out. Mm. I was always a Lucy stan, by the way. And my family of course was, you a, were. I was always <laughs> a Lucy you stan. Were. And my family, loser. I know, but, <laughs> but my whole family was just like, no, Mary, Mary's better than Lucy Matthew. Mary's better than Lucy. And then Mary ended up being the problem child. Oh my and God. Lucy rose above it all. They just wrote her off that show because she was on the cover of Maxim or whatever, like showing <laughs> Cleave. <laughs> but anyway, it's not as Christian overtony as that show was, but it feels like they're those kind of life lessons that you learn. And like mm. this one girl was pretending to have a fake house and fake things on social media to build her brand, when in truth, she lived in a smaller house with her family that's really hardworking. And she had to learn the lesson that that's not right and had to like come to her truth. And this one girl's like parents, her dad like committed some crime and it was all over TMZ that he had defrauded all these people and she had to like make peace with the fact that that's her dad it just was like a very sweet wholesome show that I ended up enjoying I love a wholesome show it was wholesome I got a wholesome moment I didn't speak about this a few weeks ago when it first happened I apologize just let my mind the friends reunion is very cute it is like Truly, that's the best parts are, of course, the parts without James Corden, who was un- who was unneeded. Um, but there's most of it is just them walking through the old sets and being like, "Oh wow, remember, remember, wow." <laughs> And I like, don't know. I think I can skip that. Sitting at the table, sit, reading through old scenes and like reenacting them. But the way it was edited, those scenes were very cute because okay. they would kind of cut to like them performing these uh, these scenes now and then cut back to the original show like seamlessly throughout. And that was very cute. The James Corden stuff and like the was a little like. I just didn't get why James Corden was there, you know? Okay. Um, and it's also a bit distracting just how good the women look versus the guys where you're like, man, it's truly like going to a high, your high school reunion where you're just like, man, all the guys have let themselves go and these girls look hotter than ever. <laughs> I mean, they gotta. They gotta. I mean, I, if, if there was a gay guy on the cast, he would also look amazing. <laughs> but, or a black person, which <laughs> neither were there. Um, but it's a it's it's hard if you like the show Friends, if you've, you know, grown up with it like I did or it meant something to you at any point watching it will leave you warm and fuzzy even though it's not like you're getting any new information there's no new like content you just kind of are like oh it took them a long time to find uh, Rachel Jennifer Aniston was one of the last people and she was already <laughs> signed on to a pilot and so was Chandler but Chandler's pilot was about or uh, Matthew Perry's pilot was about like it was a show I can't believe shows like this got made but it was about uh, aliens huh. and it was but like the aliens also it was working at lax at lax uh-huh. uh in 2053 or something okay. and so he was like a human interacting with aliens and it's like who would watch this? was it comedy yes i feel like the <laughs> 90s had a lot of like alien both drama and comedy yeah. shows yeah. that were kind of out there and weird um and ridiculous yeah 
Um, so I feel like that was a very 90s sort of concept. Um, and then Rachel, like when she finally requested to get off of her sitcom, which did get picked up to series, uh, to be on Friends, the director or like the showrunner of that show was like, the show's never going to make you a star. And then it's like, oh, oh, who said that? Why would they say that? Because they were just haters. Because I saw a clip of it. It's just six people. And it's like, that's never going to make you a star. And look now. Well, I always hear, <laughs> I always hear these stories about people being like, uh, people would just say to me, you'll never make it. You'll never be a star. Da, 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 da. And I'm kind of just like. I've never experienced that. Like, like, who would ever say that to anyone? A hater. A hater. A Jennifer Aniston hater. Maybe I just don't have any haters yes. yet. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look at some of the comments, darling. <laughs> you certainly do, as do I. <laughs> but, like, I'm just like, I've never, ex- I, it's always been my experience. I mean, sure, yeah, the industry is trash and horrible and exhausting and makes you cry every day. But, like, <sighs> I don't know. I feel like people, for the most part, try to stay polite. Mm. Granted, I've, I've never, you know, been on a pilot of a <laughs> network television show. Right. Maybe people who are at that level experience a lot more than my little ass experience. Mm. But you know, hey, I booked three things this week. Hey. By the end of the year, hey, I'm going to be the next friend. You are. So I'm. That's the. I'm on track for. That. I can't wait till you're getting paid a million dollars an episode. Yeah. Like just that. kidding. I just hear tick tick boom in my head. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> every day, I, like I book three things yesterday, but the next day today, I'm going to go to bed just like tick tick boom. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Can't you just enjoy? the success to three things you got in a day over a week it's great it's good news there could always be more okay you could always well, push yourself for, you always strive for perfection i Palmer. worry about your children <laughs> <laughs> i am concerned for them already um but i guess that's all we got for today right it was a lovely time what a lovely time. we were a day late but not a dollar short never no nope. we are filled with money we're million the, this podcast is worth millions millions guys. darling i feel like it's priceless Sure. Yeah. Adorable. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with more 2K Maths. Bye, guys. Oh, wait. Do you want to introduce whatever song you're playing to? Oh, shit. I forgot. What's this week? Uh, uh, keep a secret. Keep a secret. The song is fun. It's great. <laughs> the song is great. I hope you like it. Enjoy. Keep a secret. And we'll be back next week with more 2K Maths, the podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.